Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40, a weekly podcast that includes interviews with multicultural women and men over the age of 40 who have gone from ordinary to extraordinary living. I am your host, Kenya McGuire-Johnson, and as an artist, educator, and certified health, wellness, and mindset coach, my goal is to share incredible interviews and stories of people you may know or you may not know who are reclaiming and renewing their lives. Whether you're over 40 or not quite there yet, each week you will be inspired to thrive and not simply survive. Remember, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. To learn more about our amazing self-care and wellness holistic services, head on over to www.findingyourvoiceafter40.com or to get bonus episodes, head over to our Patreon and become a subscriber at patreon.com slash findingyourvoice. And welcome back to Finding Your Voice After 40. This is your host, Kenya. And this is episode 38, Have Faith and Thrive in Your Purpose. This is an Art Voices Matter episode with my sister, Cheryl Stabler, who is the president of Just Faith TV Network, um, which is a part of the Vire Network. And as usual, lots for you to dig into, lots. Um, I think the title kind of says it all this idea of our faith and how it drives our passion and how it drives our ability to move within our purpose. And even when life is tripping us up um, and doing what life does, um, still finding meaning. So Cheryl does a, a splendid job telling her journey, telling aspects of her journey. Um, I will say this, uh, Patreon members are in for a treat because I think her bonus really, um, she offered some beautiful self-care tips, um, and really, um, understanding on as people of color and indigenous people, how we open ourselves up, um, to, you know, spirit and faith in new ways and in different ways. Um, so if you're not a part of Patreon, again, it's just $5, just $5 a month is our lowest tier. And that gives you access to our bonus content. And that's kind of the discussions I have with the guest after we push stop on the record button. Um, it's also offers the video. So if you want to see me and see our guest, it's a, it's a whole nother kind of experience to watch, um, the interview. So that is for our Patreon members. Obviously, we also, um, those of you who are in the She Thrive Tribe, I'm sorry, the VIP Thrive Tribe, um, that you also have access to the videos um, and the bonus content, as well as those of you who subscribe to the She Collective level. So, you know, hop on over there, hop on over. There's lots of benefits of joining the Patreon community. Um, which segues me to our upcoming summit that I've been talking about, and I'm going to continue to talk about it each week <laughs> until it occurs. So next month, we're doing a reproductive health. Next month, meaning June, for those of you who may not be watch listening to this in live time, um, we're having a reproductive health one-day virtual summit titled Healthy Vagina Monologues, which your mama didn't, as society won't tell you. 
Um, and it's really, again, a focus on us learning more about perimenopause, menopause, postpartum, fibroids, endometriosis, um, incontinence, peeing all the time, peeing frequency, leakage, constipation, all the things. And pleasure, libido. How do we get the libido back? What is really happening? Is that really just, oh, it just comes with age or is there something more? Hint, hint, there's something more going on. So um, it's my my attempt to bring some some more truths and debunk some myths that I think exist around so much um, as it relates to reproductive health. And so if you join the Patreon community, um, we have a 30-day free um, trial that gives you access to our She uh, Collective, if you join on that tier, or our VIP Thrive Tribe, if you join on that tier, you have a 30-day free um, trial period. Now, those of you who do the $5. We don't got no free 30 day for the $5, but, <laughs> but, 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 um, I am doing, uh, for a limited time, even those who are part of our $5 tier who have been paying $5 a month, um, you too are getting free access up into a certain deadline. Um, and so and that deadline will be announced within that group. So, that's another way um, and reason why you should join the Patreon group because you really get access to these really fun things. So speaking again of the virtual summit, um, one of our, we have three guest speakers. I am facilitating. I am moderating. Um, I am doing some intermission free prizes and virtual door prizes and announcements and fun things in between to keep everybody engaged. But we have some really, really special um, presenters who are licensed um, and certified practitioners who are Black women who are doing amazing things in reproductive health um, from the mind, body, and soul. And so um, one of our speakers is Dr. Donna G. Ivory. She's an OBGYN, and her session title is Menopause and Perimenopause, Fact versus Fiction. So she's really going to go into detail um, more about telling you the truth about how do you really know when you're in perimenopause? How do you really know when you are in menopause? Um, what are the things that she's looking at medically in terms of lab work? But what are the things you can do and understand in terms of your own body to really understand what phase of things you are in and how you can manage the symptoms that I think so many women feel hopeless about and feel as though, oh, well, it just is. I just have to be moody and, you know, be mean and irritable and hot and have flashes and gain a lot of weight. That's just what it is. And that's not true. It's It just isn't true. You don't have to go through your perimenopause um, stage in that way. And so she's going to provide tactics, strategies, tools. Um, she can't do treatment because this is, she's not practicing as a physician clinically in this space, but she can absolutely give you 
what you need in terms of finding what you need to do and making recommendations and suggestions and considerations. So just a little bit about Dr. Ivory. Um, she has her own company called Female Matters, which is an LLC. Um, and she began that to address the need to provide more women with information and support regarding menopause. That is her focus, okay? Um, she is retired from clinical medicine um, and she's made it really her priority to, you know, learn how to implement business in the modern day of social media and digital communications in order to get you this information. Okay. Um, and her background, you know, again, she's a board certified obstetrics and gynecologist, and um, she's also those certified in integrative holistic medicine. So this is a really beautiful marriage. I think we're, you know, finding those physicians who are blending integrative holistic medicine with their clinical practice and their more traditional practices. To me, that's really kind of all I look for now. So I really encourage you, if this sounds really intriguing, this sounds like, hmm, 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 I, I need to check this out. All you have to do is go into our show notes <laughs> and all the links are there, including 50% off, okay? The tickets are only 50 bucks. You can grab yours for 25 bucks. If you go to the show notes, you'll see the promo code. The promo code is S-O-C-M-E-D and the number one. Okay. S-O-C-M-E-D, the number one. You use that by going to onedaysummit.eventbrite.com. And when you are checking out, it's going to ask if you have a promo code, you put it in there and you have 50% off. Now, this is only good through the end of May. All right. But this is a really special discount. Um, the event itself is June 24th. It is from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So um, we will, our Patreon members have free access and they, um, in order to get the recording, you do need to become a Patreon member. I only give my recordings really to Patreon members. So one of the loopholes again to go to this for free is to simply join Patreon. <laughs> okay. And then when you're a part of Patreon, when you're a part of the higher tiers, again, um, I do check-in one-on-one check-ins. My, my, my ladies who are in the She Collective, listen, listen, we are having an amazing time in the She Collective. Um, we meet up every month to do an astrology workshop. I also do once a month one-on-ones. Um, it's optional, but whoever wants to sign up just to check in, see how I can support you on your health, relationships, career, spirituality, where are you at, astrology. Um, and every week they get a newsletter that includes videos, um, self-care messages and activities to do. Um, and links to uh, recordings that we have done of prior events. You're always in the know, and it's become a really beautiful community of connection. So I can't think, I can't speak of it highly enough. I'm really, um, I'm really inspired and, 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 and very proud of the women and the work they're doing. We also have our Take Ease coaching program participants who are part of the Patreon community automatically. Um, and so, it's just a really beautiful space. So all of that to say, and so we can get into this episode, 
Um, make sure that you, if not joining the Patreon community, at a minimum, come to that virtual summit. Um, I'll talk about another guest next week so that you have a better idea of who's presenting. But Dr. Ivory is amazing. Um, and I feel very privileged to have um, a medical practitioner who also um, intertwines um, holistic care in her practice. I'm just really excited. So. All right. We will be back again tonight for our Black Her Story. And we got a topic that I think is very relevant and um, is not going anywhere. And I'd love to hear more discussions and share my experience and hear yours. We are talking tonight about remote work and its impact on Black women. Okay. Is remote work saving us or is it making us just more isolated? What's happening? what's happening with remote work and how is it impacting us as black women. So that's Black Her Story. That's again in the show notes. If you just follow me on YouTube, um, you do at Kenya MJ Music. And when you click the live button, you can hit the bell, subscribe. You'll get notified when we go live um, tonight at 8 p.m. Central. And previous um, discussions are all living on uh, my YouTube channel. So you can watch and binge and do all the good things because we've had some really great discussions, some really beautiful discussions. All right. It's hashtag Thursday Thrive, and it's time to do our self-care call to action. I enjoy new challenges and greet them with great confidence and optimism. Consider these three things. See yourself as a superhero with some kind of super ability. Imagine yourself overcoming obstacles with confidence and optimism. And finally, welcome in new challenges with confidence and see yourself achieve great things. So this is that whole visualization and believing and understanding kind of the whole point of challenge and that challenge is not here to make your life horrible. Challenge is here to allow you to have a much more fulfilling and abundant lifestyle um, if you allow the process to happen. So, all right, let's get into this Art Voices Matter episode 38. Have faith and thrive in your purpose, an interview with Cheryl Stabler. And we are here, we are back, and this week, I don't know y'all, this week, I don't know, this is a really special woman in my life. And Aww. I think she knows how special she is. I think, Aww. I don't know, we'll find out where. <laughs> <laughs> I love you more. <laughs> uh, we always say that, no, I love you more. No, I love you more. No, I, I really, we're here with Cheryl Stabler and I, you know, Every guest that we've brought on so far, I, I don't just bring people just because I need people. I really try very hard to contact people that I think have a lot of inspiration in their life and a lot of light, um, but also who are down to earth and talk about the, the grit and the challenge and all of that and who I look up to. And um, Cheryl, you're all of those things. So welcome. Oh, How are you? Thank you. <laughs> I am fabulous, and I am so proud of you for starting this podcast. You have so many gifts. I, I, I can't even count them anymore. <laughs> I say that we're in a race because you got a lot too, and people are going to find that. They're going to find that, that you have a lot of amazing gifts. And, mm -hmm. and I think both of us, you know, we say we're November, we're Scorpio babies. 
Yes. I think it's the Scorpio energy. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I really do. But before I ask, I have a lot of questions. I want to tap into how your life is shining after 40. Um, and you don't have to say your age, don't worry, but I, you know, every guest we bring is over 40. So I, everybody will know that. <laughs> I, I am loading 57 this November. Ah, uh, loading. That. Oh my goodness. Yes. 57. <laughs> yes. Goodness. I, why am I thinking? Okay. So see, this is even more special then. Cause you guys are going to get really inspired. I think, you know, you know, we're saying after 40 and a lot of the guests, yes, they're, in their 40s. But I think, I don't know, lately I've had more guests in their 50s and even just recently Mm. interviewed someone in their 60s. So, um, but before we tap into all that, I'm going to read something to you. So I want you to just sit back, relax and listen for a moment, and then we'll get into our questions. Cheryl Stabler is the founder, president of Just Faith TV, which is a global streaming channel that distributes a diverse range of faith-based content to spiritual and faith communities. In addition, she is the founder and owner of the Unshakable Women brand, which she serves or which serves women via literacy, podcast shows, and financial support as they experience their shifts in life. As an entrepreneur, Cheryl has had many roles in the entertainment industry, including day-to-day operations and public relations management for 10 plus global clients, artist relation, um, artist relations operations. And I was going to include all the artists, but girl, she's been with a lot of artists. So <laughs> we're going to put a clip uh, in the show notes so you can learn more about all her artists, but um, an experience in developing government contractual winning agreements at the local and state levels. In addition to her entrepreneurial spirit, Cheryl is certified in ministry and life purpose coaching. Finally, as a mother of three, she has historically been very involved in volunteering and doing activities within communities that she has lived, and she continues to inspire others in their quest for a purposeful life. So, Cheryl, how did that feel? You, I was like, I was trying to get it because I try to get these to one minute, but how did that feel hearing that snapshot of what I just read to you? I took a deep breath. <laughs> um, it's just, you know, people tell me I'm always busy and I never realize how busy I am until someone says or reads until they something start reading. about me. <laughs> because I I wait I, every day. I just, I walk in the quiet mm-hmm. and I move in the quiet and I work in the quiet. So I don't have all the extra noise. So to me, it doesn't feel like I'm busy. It just feels like I'm enjoying life. I love that. That's me. I'm so glad you just said that because people will say, you know, oh, you're so busy. And I actually don't really like the word busy. I actually kind of, because it it, it suggests like just doing, 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 doing. And it's like, no, I'm living, you know, I'm living. And it, it feels way more than been busy. So, so yeah, well, you should be proud. That's like I told everybody, this is just a snapshot. Yo, it's a snapshot. Of. <laughs> <laughs> so I I, I want to talk about, you know, your current project, the Just Faith TV, but not mm-hmm. yet. I want to first get into Cheryl and mm-hmm. um, better understand kind of, you know, our, our podcast is focused a lot on self-care, how we're managing mm-hmm. um, our mindsets, our emotions, our families, mm-hmm. our careers, those things. So when you think mm-hmm. about life before your 40s. And we mm. go back, back. Let's think like 
if we can go start in the 20s. That's what I usually do. Mm-hmm. Who was Cheryl? Who was that woman Ooh. getting into adulthood in, in her Ooh. 20s? Well, I, I was just landing in Los Angeles and started my career. The Los Angeles mm-hmm. Times within two years being in management in the information technology project development space. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to say no. I didn't know how to find space for me. And I was that busy person. You know, that that's when this thing called the WWW was birthed and no mm-hmm. one knew what the internet was. So we were part of that evolving space, continually going back to USC and UCLA, trying to keep up with the technology. And for a long time, I didn't feel like I really just take a breath. And I got married, I had kids. And I gave to every single one in ministry in my family. And um, I didn't, looking back, I really stopped giving to me. I enjoyed my career. Um, I enjoyed the people that I've met. Um, I had some fabulous experiences in that management space um, and introducing some of the most fabulous people in the world to our world chief bureaus from around the world. Um, mm. and, my, and my favorite was Hillary Clinton. And oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, had, I had some really great experiences. And I went from there to be recruited mm. by an Ethiopian software firm owned by a prince mm. um, who was the son mm. of Hala Selassie. And I was the only female manager on his team. And at that time, I really started to say no, because when he recruited me, I said, you know, I ain't, I'm not working 60, 70 hours anymore. <laughs> so um, you yeah. don't pay me for you don't pay me for 40 and the rest I will do at home. And yeah. um, and that is when I, I really started started to learn to say no, but only at about 10%. <laughs> she said 10%, just a little. That was the one. <laughs> because then I would take everything home. I was working with international clients. We were putting up towers in South Africa. I mean, we were doing Nokia project in wow. Europe. It was, it was, yeah, no to the office. Now, this is all still in your 20s? Is this still yeah. all in your 20s or this? Wow. This is my okay. 20s, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Okay. So yeah. let me ask you this because you, you're clearly the career was true. And then, you know, mm-hmm. also becoming a mother, becoming a wife. Can you remember? And, and a lot of times people are like, I don't really remember. But can you remember emotionally maybe what you were feeling? Like, did you even mm-hmm. give a moment to even feel at that point? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, I remember when it hit me, when I started walking into walls, Mm. I'm like, why am I (laughs) the only one taking care of the kids? Why am I the only one bathing? Why am I the only one doing cheer, football, basketball, and a career? And I was traveling pregnant with my second Mm. baby, managing programmers on the East Coast while I'm pregnant. And mm. I realized there was something wrong when literally I started walking into walls and mm. I, I went to an amazing <laughs> holistic doctor who I still have today. He has saved my life um, wow. and really changed my perspective on 
just what holistic is mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. good it could be for you. It's a whole different space than let me just go to the doctor and see what's going on with me. Right, right. Because right. sometimes it's more than the prescriptions. It's more than the educated guess. It's it's energy. It's it's what you're feeling. It's what you're eating. It's mm-hmm. how much you're sitting by yourself. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Alone time. Yes. No, yeah. I, you know, it's funny. We've never really talked about, you know, I've, of, of you, you know, going to different holistic um, medical practices or what have you just for that self-care, but mm-hmm. I've seen kind of, you know, on the outside, a little bit of your journey and, that's another big part of, you know, what I do, what I believe and what I'm constantly even, you know, obviously since COVID even more telling people how critical, you know, your care for yourself can't be this, this like transactional one thing kind of thing. And yeah. the fact that you were learning that really years ago, um, once you started getting that holistic treatment and that care, how did that start shifting? Did things begin to change for you? Yeah, I walked away from my career. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a change. <laughs> yeah, I, my my direct was the only black woman on the masthead, and I remember I remember saying, "I need a part time job where I can stay at home with my kids and enjoy the park and walking in the grass and working, finding a balance, um, can I have a part time job." And she's like, no, we need you to manage this new project, boo, boo. And I said, well, I will give you my two weeks notice. And she said, who leaves the Los Angeles Times? I said, well, apparently <laughs> me. I'm out, of, I'm out of here. And I left a six-figure job because wow. my health was more important. And I realized it was taking a toll, a great toll mm. on my health. And mm. I decided to raise my kids. And even in that process, there was a lot of things that I learned um, with my baby who had meningitis mm. twice. And oh, wow. we went through that whole holistic journey with him and all of my kids. Mm. Um, and then when he went to school, that's when I experienced a whole new career and mm. a whole new quiet for me. Okay. All right. So, you know, now we're like, what's the new career? Because obviously you're in entertainment. Um, well, that's, that's how we met is, you know, you right. being in entertainment wearing that hat. So yeah. What was this new career and, 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 you know, how did you feel or what was that all about? Yeah. Well, one of my dearest friends, um, I didn't know her in the music space. We just went and hang out for ice cream. We went shopping, hang out at the beach. Every once in a while, she would play a song in the car. And I'm like, oh, I forget you sing. You know, and (laughs) I truly was not in her space. I didn't go to her shows. I didn't know her musicians. And uh, then one day she says, you know, she called me Blackie. Um, she says, she's not black. Uh, I need you to go on the road with me because you are a project manager by nature. Yeah. And yeah. my girl can't row with me. We're going to Europe. I need you to handle this, this. I don't need to name them all because you know, but going down mm-hmm. the list. I'm like, oh, I can do that with my eyes closed. And um, you know who she is. And yeah. um, 
we did Switzerland, we did France, we did Italy. And I said, wow. wow, this is amazing. I can work at home during the week while the kids are at school. And then mm. on the weekends or some weeks, I can travel to Europe and just do what I do naturally right. and enjoy and enjoy the space. Oh, sign me up. So that was literally, that was literally the, the start of what I enjoyed doing. But when people started pulling at me initially, I told people, saying what I do. I'm just hanging with my girl. And uh, <laughs> you didn't even see it as like a big deal. Well, I mean, it was a big deal and that you were doing something, but not like, yeah. Not like no, I'm, I'm just hanging. And then I had a talk with her one day and she's like, look, a lot of, you know, a lot of people are pulling at you. And so I decided to take, I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to take one year off. I don't want to be one of those people who, jump into this business and don't know what they're doing. That mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. really kind of, you know, irritates yeah. me. And yeah. that, any field, not just this business, but any field. And so I took an entire year off and I literally learned the business behind the business. Mm-hmm. Um, every aspect from radio to promotions to 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 knowing, you know, uh, who's mm-hmm. the VP of CSAC and can I sit, go sit down and have a conversation with you when I need to have a conversation. And right. so I, I started creating my Rolodex of friends and mm-hmm. really asking, asking all the right questions. And um, I wasn't in a management space at that time. I just wanted to support um, my friends who were independent, who were always behind the mic, but didn't know necessarily the business behind Mm -hmm. the business. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny when we were, you know, putting together kind of how we're going to do your, your episode, because we have an art voices matter series where we are featuring artists and then we, you know, just have kind of our general episodes. And I'm like, well, Cheryl is in the arts, like heavy. She's just on the business side of the arts. And I, you know, have decided to make it a part of the Art Voices Matter because I do want people, I think we get caught up in just the performers and we don't mm-hmm. understand the machine. We don't understand the business behind mm-hmm. and why certain artists, you know, you see all the time and other artists you don't ever see and, you know, why all these different things happen. So um, particularly those who are in the arts who are listening you know, I think it's, and who are developing and who are wanting, you know, maybe to do more, you know, understanding that there's so many legs and and the fact that you took a year to yeah. just focus on really understanding the layers and it's a ever turning, you know, changing business, the entertainment business, it, it changes. And now, you know, we're post COVID and, or whatever COVID, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot. So, all right. So let's, let's get into our forties and let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what, you know, I know you personally, we've known each other. I think I met you in 2014, 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. So mm-hmm. almost 10 years and almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the thing, this is a long story, y'all. I'm not going to go into all details how I met, but one of my musicians knew you or knew somebody who knew you. And it was so random how this is um, a guitarist that I play with. It was so random. He's like, I think you need to call this woman. Her name is Cheryl Stabler. And I'm like, <laughs> I, what? Like, what is she going to do? 
And so he's like, well, no, because you're really, you know, you're getting your career going. And, you know, I hear she really gets and helps people get their careers going. And blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. And I really kind of just held on to the, you know, I'm like, okay. And then he kept bugging me. And I was just like, okay. And I think I finally reached out in some kind of way. We finally like connected. And it's funny as an independent new artist, you know, you're thrown in a lot of spaces and you don't really know what is really what. And so I'm like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to say, but you naturally were just able to kind of tell your story with so much grace and so much, you know, it wasn't like, well, I'm a this and I do this and I do this. And who are you? And that's, and I was finding people who were heavier in the industry it was more of that energy, like, well, who yeah, are you? Yeah, how much, how much you got on, how much you got going on? Yeah. Where your numbers? I, yeah, I know. Yeah, it was, and, and you had none of that energy, zero of that energy, which is, I know why we, you know, stayed connected. And it wasn't the, really the phone call was less about, okay, I'm going to do this for you. And more about, let's just build a relationship. Like, if you need me, I'm around. If you have questions, I'm around. Um, but I know I now in hindsight, I realize you probably had a lot of life going on there. So tell me a little bit about the forties and how that mm. had, how was that frame that decade for you? <laughs> Personally, I know, I'm going to be real transparent. Cause I'm going to help somebody here. Um, so when you go from an exec, a very young executive making six figures, to a stay-at-home mom who is married to a very um, um, well-off um, partner who you have helped build businesses with, um, people perceive you a little different, especially mm -hmm. in the ministry space. So in the 40s, it, it, it kind of got a little difficult managing all of those balls, marriage, mm -hmm children, work, travel, yeah. ministry. And yeah. I, I can remember um, people calling my ex saying, what's your wife doing at the club? What's she doing at the show? She ain't supposed to be there. <laughs> you know. And people would walk up to me and say, what are you doing here? I'm like, say what's <laughs> here. You know? Right, and, right. And um, that was, you know, as a seminary graduate as well, that is a big turn for me in my faith because I am an out-of-box kind of person. I love everybody, everybody. I mean, everyone is on a journey. And for a while, I couldn't understand, why don't y'all love me where this space that I'm in and I'm in, I don't get it. And when right. I tell you it was attack after attack, getting kicked out of women's ministry, you name it, it mm. happened, you mm. know, but I realized those were some of my building years for what I now do is I coach young ladies around the world now, 18 to 30, not only just mm -hmm. in this business, but ladies in general. And I learned mm -hmm. so much of just standing still like a tree planted <laughs> and not moving and saying, yeah. I know what I'm supposed to be doing and I'm going to do it no matter whether you like it or not. I'm still a child of God, but right. this, is my purpose. Your purpose is not my purpose. Right. And um, <laughs> that yeah. was, 
that was my turning point. And then shortly after, that's when I went into full bone management um, with um, someone who you know as well. And yeah, um, yeah. we took yeah. two amazing singles to radio. Mm-hmm. And when the second single went to number six, we were just all over the place. And yeah. I really, really... Um, my marriage was already getting shaky, but at that point mm-hmm. I was hearing, you need to, you need to sit down somewhere and stay home. And I'm like, but we've got kids who are teenagers. I pack food. We're good. When they get that age, I've been trying to help people understand. <laughs> when they get to a certain age, I'm not, they're not chill. They're not little. So they're not babies. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I learned that uh, not all men are comfortable with um, any wife who, who works, especially one who travels with legendary artists. And Mm -hmm. when I tell you um, there's so many things that I wish I could have shared. Um, It, you know, I have this amazing story that I share with my ex. I mean, there's so much that you don't see that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, like an artist who we we and about five other musicians shut it down after the festival when they just wanted to hear some encouragement uh, mm-hmm. over them, their families. And we shut down this restaurant. Those are the things that I would say that you yeah. don't see. Because yeah. you're only seeing this celebrity thing. I'm like, I don't work with celebrities. I work yeah. with people who pay bills and they just happen to get on a stage to make yeah. a living. Yeah. And yeah. the celebrity thing, none of none of my friends really carry that that hat, so to speak. Yeah. Um yeah. and but you know, they bless me despite of. But that was a turning point for me really starting to learn about putting myself first Mm -hmm. and that I matter and my purpose matter. And I watched that. I, I, you know, when we met um, and really Cheryl is, I don't even know how to describe you have a fire, but it's, it's you don't just it's not like this rampant raging like it's a it's a spark fire that like because when it comes to business and when we were able to work on business ventures together you helped do some management with me just really direct and I'm like oh I love that because <laughs> because you need the person who has you know those of you who don't understand <laughs> in the in the entertainment industry especially as women and I cannot mm-hmm. highlight this enough as women because most of the industry side is men and you know the things that are running things are are men and yes there are more and more women getting involved and so forth but the culture is still quite male and quite Mm -hmm. you know patriarchal and so you know being able to have kind of that fire in you and then but still that calm and nurture like that's that's such a beautiful combination i think when you're you know working with someone who's managing and project managing your things because you don't want to be turning people off either that your fire is so um but knowing that you were also managing you know this home life that i didn't know all the details but i you carried it with a lot of grace and you know i've i've watched you shift and and still have the fire in your personal life while still being that nurturing you know loving 
kind of peacemaker. And I don't know that fire versus nurture. Where does that come from? Have you always, you know, is that something <laughs> mama just said yes? Or what do you think that's, where is that from? Cause I think that's your special mojo is, <laughs> you know, I think it started, I always say, I think it started when I was five or six um, when my mom and dad got divorced. And then my mother, who was assistant to the president at Ohio State University, used to drag me to all these Big Ten meetings. And mm. she would say, you know, sit up and talk to Dr. Shalala of Wisconsin or go say hello to, to the president of Michigan or, you know, go wow. check on us. And so at an early age, I was meeting all of these people who are leaders in their respective fields in these Big yeah. Ten schools. But to me, they were my mama's friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, right, right. And, and so I kind of carry that, I think, in my spirit pretty much my whole life. And, mm -hmm. um, and with my kids, too, they they walk into rooms knowing they matter, no matter yes. what color they are, no matter what gender they are. But I do have a mentor who I still love to this day when I was working with the Ethiopian firm. Her name is Louisa. And mm -hmm. I had a team, my first African-American software development team that partnered with oh, wow. IBM. And okay. I, after the first performance appraisal, she said, we need to have a talk. Like, what? <laughs> she was like, I read a few of those appraisals. Shut, shut the door. Come in here. And, and so she <laughs> says you are an A-type just like me. And I'm going to teach you how mm. to roll that back for the good so that, you're, uh. so that your team will love you. And mm -hmm. I know I'm an A-type. And I have mm -hmm. taken that same conversation and I've used it on boards with other women who are A-type like me. Mm -hmm. um, because all it is is that masculine energy that comes out of some of us. And some of us don't know how to manage it. And I didn't know how to manage it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's, she's taught me how she taught me how to not only change my tone and my business writing with people to make them feel mm. appreciated, but understand right. if something needed to be done a little better. Mm. And um, and she taught me how to fight with pink boxing gloves. Yes, so. that's you. That's I was gonna say. That's a really good way to say it because it's it's yeah. it's really loving, but it's not contrived. So, you know, and I, cause I think some people can kind of come off like, you know, passive aggressive or, you know, those types of things. And it's, it's not that it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm present in this. So I, I love that. And I'm looking at my little clock and time is ticking. All right. So I got to ask you, I got, there's three questions I must ask. I must ask okay. one, okay. please tell us about just faith TV and, and how ah. you came to this baby. <sighs> okay. I'll make this quick. I know, um, I, I know. I came to this baby during the pandemic when I told my um, my last three artists, this pandemic, y'all not working, guys. So I'm going to do for myself now. I love y'all. One was getting married. He just had a baby. The other two are now back on tour. And, um, and they, all three of them, pray for me. Within mm. that month, I got on a dating app. I'm like, okay. It's been two years. I'm going to look at some guys. I met this guy. And that's just let everyone know that Cheryl did get a divorce so that people understand. Yeah. We didn't get all into that. That's going to have to be part two because yeah. we'll get yeah. coached for her. But anyway, go. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm in this space 
I meet this guy five years younger than me. He's a millionaire, a little controlling. We went on one day. He was ready to get married. I'm like, no, um, no, you are a really smart guy, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm not doing the controlling thing. <laughs> right. Been there, right. So fast forward, he, um, he put me on a conference call with some guys and um, they own a network via network. And the guy on the line, who was the president, said to me, I want to do a talk show on you. And oh. I'm like, me? You know who I am? He's like, yeah, I know everything about you. I've been researching you for 24 hours. I'm like, oh, wow. talk show. And so we made the plans to do the talk show. Um, in the midst of that, the guy that I went out with who brought me to this table, um, mm. I said, I'm going to keep you around for business because you're real smart. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're you're a multi-billionaire. I want to see how you roll. Right. And um, we had an in-face meeting about the talk show. And while we're there, the guy who I told him that I didn't want to date, he's like, man, she's a woman of faith. Like, why are you on the other side of the table cheering me on? What's, what's all this about? And mm -hmm. the president said, really? He's like, well, we have a great deal of content on this platform that we don't know what to do with. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so I started giving them just some ideas. And then when I realized that the content was from different members of faith community, which is my life. Yeah. In California. My friends are Jewish, they're Buddhist, they're Christian, they're they're atheists, they're everybody. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we came up with the concept just faith TV. And mm. I have faith content developers from all over the world, which is what you see in Hollywood. In Hollywood, yeah. everybody's of different faiths. They, they make all these different contents, but they you don't talk about them as faith people. But mm -hmm. these are people mm -hmm. of faith, of spirituality, of, of every type of faith that you can think of. We're in over 186 countries. And wow. they create their stories through their lenses. And that's what you're seeing mm -hmm. in their films, in their documentaries, and in their TV series. Uh, you guys have to go over. And I, because I've been browsing, I'm like, oh, I got to tap in. I need to talk to her. That's huge. That's a network, guys. It's For a network. Sure. And, and we're just small. We're getting ready to put up another 200 pieces of content. We are publicly it, traded. We're yeah. going up another level. And we are 100% African-American owned. That's awesome. That is so awesome. That's why I said we have to do a part two because that's in itself, you know, a lot. And those of you, you know, definitely join Patreon because I'm going to get a little bit more information on just faith in our bonus so that you, you know, I do want, we're going to include a link so people know where they can go, but any social media or websites or how can they make sure they watch just faith TV and support the network and, and you just for that matter. Yeah, Just Faith TV is building um, because we are the third channel to come up on the network. But if you go to Vire Network, V-Y-R-E Network, all of the channels are under Vire Network. And, it, and then you can drive down to Just Faith TV as we load up new content. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You know, this is an area that people don't sleep. Okay. And building your own networks now, like it's, yeah. there are a lot of, you know, I've been researching this just a little bit like, Hmm, cause I have so much content in so many different spaces. And I'm like, do I need to make this more a network eventually that, you know, so that's still in the back of my head, but we, right now we just going to focus on a podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> so as we get to wrap up, I have two questions left. Um, I want to know, you said that you are loading 57, which is, I just can't believe it. I'm like, really? Cause that means, cause I'm like, yeah, you weren't even 50 when I met you. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> no. Um, what are you most looking forward to, um, as you look ahead and, and, you know, as you continue to use your voice and maybe even find more of your voice, what are you looking forward to? Mm. I'm looking forward to God bringing that person who is going to love me and walk with me in purpose. And mm. uh, it's something I've never had in community to serve community mm. alongside with me. You know, I still want to be 80 years old, feeding the poor, clothing the needy and having my boo do it with me, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're very similar in that. Like we've, you know, and we, I haven't even got a chance to tell you more about my partner, but that same idea, I say that a lot. Like, you know, I, I, I enjoy the fact that we can, you know, we, we're different in a lot of ways, but there's certain spaces we can share, you know, and I don't know, I'm not married y'all. I'm not saying that's like, this is, this is my companion, but I, thank you yeah. for saying that because I think some people think we get to a certain age and all of a sudden we shouldn't care about that. Or it's, it's like, no, I yeah. no. Yeah, no. Especially Scorpios. I know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And get everyone get your minds out. No. I mean, Scorpio, it's more, I know people think sex, but understand Scorpio energy is very yeah. intense. It's very yeah, deep. And we're very loving, deep, compassionate people. Uh, yes. we we not we not the sky is blue kind of people. Mm -mm, mm -mm. We're, we're like well, well, tell me a little bit about the vastness of the stars <laughs> and, and the universe. And tell me what's going on with the moon and the oceans. Exactly. Today. Exactly. <laughs> yep. All the time. All day. Every moment. So if you're not into that, probably not going to be into a Scorpio. But um, that's awesome. So I ask every guest this to give us a theme song because this summer we're going to be releasing a playlist. Mm -hmm. So is there a song that is just, it always just stays with you? Or if you're like, it's just too hard to decide any song that you're just feeling right now that you want to share. Oh, no. I've had a theme song my entire, my, my new journey since 2019. Kareen Hawthorne. Corinne Hawthorne, mm -hmm. let me do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, there's this, mm -hmm. there's this part in the song you're gonna look back um, behind, and you're gonna wonder, you know, how you got to this space, or people are gonna wonder how you, how she get here. And I kept that each time when it got hard. I'm like, I'm gonna look back one day, and people are gonna be saying, wait a minute, right. she's supposed to be sitting down somewhere in a room in a <laughs> it, with, with four walls, kind of you know, tied up. And, you know, and I think that's the misnomer with women who go through divorce, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that, that they need a minute. I didn't need a minute. Mm -hmm. God, God told me exactly what I needed to do next. And, yes. and yes, we need to, to grieve that which was, but we need to get up and 
reshape who we are and more importantly, love who we are and, and serve the world. You know, we're only yep. here for one season and we need yep. to we need to really get up every day and make certain that we're taking advantage of each and every breath that we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Awesome. As a perfect song. And I, you know, we have to, <laughs> we've been talking and kind of skipping around a little bit, you know, the partnership, divorce, you know, marriage. Um, and I'm thinking about in our second season, cause we're going to be wrapping up the first season, um, the end of June, but we'll be back in the fall. And I really, because I too went through divorce, I really, and I think there's so many misunderstandings around, particularly for women, um, and particularly for Black women. Um, you know what what divorce is, what it is not, what you know that you know. I think it's I said so that people it's like the D word, like, and it's like people are afraid. So I'm like, no, this is for me, and I'm not saying this for everybody, but for me, this was my opportunity to finally step into Kenya. It really, you know, for me, that's really, so I don't want people to be sad or, you know, like, oh, or it was like, no, this actually was one of the most pivotal things to happen. Um, and yes, it was hard. And yes, there's, it, you know, there's a lot of things wrapped up in there, but ultimately, you know, probably one of the best, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a really good decision for me. So. Um, yeah, me too. I'm grateful yeah. for the lessons. I would Absolutely. never be in this space where I am now if I didn't go through those hard lessons. Absolutely. Cause you, you get, you, you can't believe how courageous and brave mm -hmm. <laughs> you become as a result of when your life shifts like that. Yes. So, well, this is awesome. Thank you so much. So, Thank so much. Thank you for much. having me. Absolutely. We could go on and on and on, but we are going to go on for another moment on our bonus. I am going to tap in a little bit more on Cheryl's self-care. Those of you, those of y'all who listen, you don't see how amazingly beautiful like Cheryl, she's like glowy and dewy and stunning. Uh. And you know, we didn't get a chance. I want us in our bonus to talk a little more about how she's doing this self-care approaching you know, really a few years from 60, um, you know, and not just the exterior self-care, but the soulful. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we'll be back next week. I would say final words, but we're going to give your final words in the bonus. So, <laughs> so those who want to hear final words, make sure you join us over there um, at patreon.com slash finding your voice. So we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast and share on social media using hashtag findingyourvoiceafter40. To submit questions, email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com.